0: just pick the least awkward thank God for editing yeah you can edit anything all right um
1: are we recording I think so it's red test yep all right let's do this all right this is Daniel with the venture on outdoors and with me is Mike Colbeth co-founder um this is stupid i'm gonna stop and we're gonna edit this out that sounded good huh i thought that sounded good did it
0: that's all right you can still stop it after. you, can, you know we can still dub that out just keep going because we can uh, dub that out
1: okay all right this is daniel witt and mike with adventure on outdoors and we're coming to you just to bring you up to speed about who we are what we do a little bit about our past what brought us here and uh, um figure we just clear up some questions that we've had so since we're here let's just fire it off right away I got a couple questions here for Mike and he's got a couple for me and um, we'll just go with it so Mike let's just start it off what brought you in to the outdoors
0: man I've been outdoors as long as I can remember my uh my dad had me hunting and fishing from an early age. Um, it's a funny story actually. My, my earliest memory was my dad with me and my two younger brothers. We might've been, I was probably six or seven years old. And uh, my younger two, Luke and Jake were probably like five and three. And he had all three of us on the way to the deer blind. And he's carrying Jake in one arm. was three years old at the time and then he had his rifle on his back and he's got sleeping bags and just just all (laughs) kind of crap overflowing and he's carrying that in a bucket and me and luke are just kind of you know hopping along behind we're each carrying our bucket to sit on in the stand and uh luke's like dad look at the deer he's like yeah whatever whatever you know he's just let's get to the stand just be quiet we freaking look up and there's like eight deer running in front of us, like three bucks, four does, just, it was nuts. But that's my first memory. And, uh, I've been hooked ever since just hunting and fishing my whole life. And, uh, you know, that, that's one of the reasons why we wanted to kind of do this podcast and stuff, you know, adventure on is just to, you know, talk about how we got into the outdoors and, uh, you know, just kind of show folks what, you know, what it is, what it means to be an outdoorsman and just how easy it is to, uh, to get out there and experience it.
1: Yeah. My, my, my earliest memory is I don't think I was ever not outdoors. My, my dad, my, my grandfather was a foreman of a ranch. My dad grew up on ranches. I grew up, my dad's a veterinarian, so I've been outside all the time. My dad would take me pulling calves and I'd just be out there piddling around in the land. And But you know what, I really, really got captivated by it. When we'd go out to this ranch that my uncle worked on, my dad and my uncle, they would load up me and my cousin. And it was the big oak tree is what we talked about. There, there's not a lot of trees because I'm from South Texas, but there's this one big oak tree in the middle of a hayfield, and we'd go out there, and they would. It would be daylight when we'd go out, and this ranch where we were at is probably 13 miles from the closest paved road, so it's in the middle of nowhere. And we'd go out there, build a campfire, the sun would go out, we'd cook s'mores, do all the little camping things, from a, and we were just out there, just looking at the stars, looking at everything. And that's my earliest memory of just being outside. And we would do that a lot. We'd go camping behind like at the lake. We'd go camping in the backyard. We'd always go camping, but there was always hunting involved, hunting or fishing or something else that we would do in between those things. But I remember I shot my first deer when I was in second grade. And
0: how old were you in second grade? I don't
1: even know, but I was I was little. I, I mean I've got the picture sitting Six next to my old. deer stand. And I shot a deer almost every year after that. But it was that first deer. I, I I don't remember actually shooting that deer, but I remember my second deer. My second deer was a buck. It was a little ten-point. I mean, it was I mean it was small, but it was chocolate horn. It was standing in the brush, it wasn't very far off, and I pulled the trigger and that thing dropped.
0: And That was in second grade. That
1: was third, Dude. third grade, and but we did that kind of stuff all the time. We were hunting, fishing, frogging.
0: It was, was frogs always in South t- Texas. Yeah.
1: yeah, but not like the frogs here in Louisiana. They weren't the big bullfrogs, <laughs> but they were little leopard frogs. But yeah. we had, we'd had go whack them with a big pole. Like we had those big old black, you know, the big garden black hoses. Yeah, we'd have them. They're like 10, 15 feet. And we'd go out there and just whack them on the edge of the pond. So instead ponds. of
0: gigging them, y'all just We whack them, them. out. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but we, we'd go gigging, we would go gigging flounder. My dad would go get these guided fishing trips, and they would just drop me off on a little island. When I was, I, man, if my mom's listening to this, she's probably going to be mad. <laughs> but uh, we'd be on an island. They'd go wade fishing and everything, and we'd just be out there by ourselves. Like, just on this little island, picking up <laughs> frogs and crabs and trying to fish, but-, but
0: The ocean's the best babysitter. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we anywhere. couldn't go
1: anywhere but drown. <laughs> so, I mean, we, we just, I was always out there on my, my own. I grew up with two sisters and they didn't do a lot of it. My little sister did a little bit. My older sister, that, that's a, there's a funny story. We'll get to that one later on, but uh, we're just always outside. And as I got older, you know, I got away from it a little bit, but uh, just with college, school, jobs. First out of high school, you got a job and you can't do a lot. But it sucked me back in. But it, it just when I go back outside, it just reminds me of those little, those childhood memories and being out there alone, running around with a gun. When I'm probably too young to do so, but that's what I did. You know, and that kind of brought it, brought it up, and now like I want people to experience that same thing I think it's so important that people feel these that moment you know with nature with just being out there and being on your own I think we're just a little shielded these days
0: everybody's so plugged in
1: and and also knowing that dude I think that one of the big things we've done this is just showing people that you can have a family you can have a job you can have a busy family life, but still make time to go do it. Whether it's a big 10 day, 12 days away from your family or just an overnight or just to do something, mm-hmm. you know? And I think, I think that's what people forget. Yeah. You know?
0: They don't, they don't realize it. Like Dan, you've got what? Two kids now. Three. Three got, kids now.
1: We got three. I just had a little baby. I've got Briley, my oldest son. Um, he's, outdoors all the way like I mean it's like a mirror image sometimes when I look back and see where he is in his hunting ways and Mm -hmm. and I I can just see the progression very similar to what I do and it's a big thing for me to say you know there's more to life than bars girls and Facebook Facebook and all the other things but there there's I I wish I would have been doing these things that I'm doing today When I was 18.
0: No kidding.
1: There's no telling what I could have accomplished in, like, Adventure World, you know?
0: Just had all that money back that we drank.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) If I only had, like, a weekend's worth there now.
0: Oh, gosh. (laughs) You know? So Daniel's got three kids. I've got three as well. Mine are all young. Mm -hmm. I've got uh, my oldest is eight. I've got a six-year-old and a three-year-old. And uh, we've both got regular nine-to-five jobs. Well, they're
1: more like twelve-hour jobs, but hey, nine to five—they're yeah, normal. They, they, jobs. they
0: say nine to five, but who the heck works nine to five? Yeah, you know, <laughs> more like <laughs> six thirty to five ish,
1: or whenever you get off, or.
0: But yeah, so we're not—we're not, we're not industry pros. We're not, you know, we're not guys that have you know amazing schedules where we're just we can get outdoors all the time. You know, we we have to make it work with our job. We have to make it work with our families, and uh, you know, just like most people out there. So that's kind of. That's kind of why we're doing this—to kind of show folks, you know, yeah, we, we do do some pretty awesome trips, and uh, yeah. we do it with the constraints that most people have. You know, we're not rich by any means. We're we're actually recording this podcast from my mobile home trailer right now. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe I mentioned that, but yeah, it, it is what it is. You know, we're we're not here to sugarcoat and make it sound like we're awesome dudes that you know have it all together cuz no, we don't
1: no i think anybody can do what we do i mean really honestly anybody i mean i remember we i've been doing a lot of river trips a lot of camping trips a lot of just different things over the course of my life and mike and i were on it was just me and him we were fishing the devil's river we we're just kind of on a whim we went for like 4 or 5 days
0: yeah let's let's rewind to kind of how this started. Let's get back to how this all started cuz Daniel actually married my cousin. Yeah. Uh who was one of my best friends in college. We lived together for a while and uh you know, they started dating and they got married and like I knew he liked to hunt and fish and stuff, you know, and we kind of talked about it every now and then, but then w- one day we're sitting around at uh my grandparents' camp in in Texas and he's like you guys uh, you guys want to go uh go kayak down a river this this river called the devils and uh, we were like yeah that sounds all right like how do you do it he's like well you got to get kayaks I've been in a kayak one time and uh it just man it started from there Daniel had done it once before and
1: uh and we've been going almost every year since I yeah mean, th- this year we're trying to figure out where we're gonna go but I mean every year since we've been doing some sort of river trip together we've expanded our horizons to a few other things together we i mean we do everything but you know mike's always fishing i'm always doing something you know but i i mean it's probably been seven eight years ago just every year i've decided i'm going to set some sort of adventure goal i'm going to do it no matter what it takes whether I know how what to do or not, I'm gonna just pull up Google Map, throw a pin, and try to convince everybody around me to go. And half the time it doesn't work, but it. Uh, well, it always
0: works if we go. That's the thing about you, like I'll go. <laughs> Daniel always comes to me with all these different ideas, and like probably 50% of them, I'm like, man, there's no way I could pull that off. And even most of the ones that we've ended up doing have started with me going, dude, there's no way I can pull that off. The Pecos River, I was like, dude, there's no way I can go eight days and go 60 miles down a... Uh... God, dog it. 60 miles down uh, the
1: yeah, Pecos River.
0: We'll i that out. Uh,
1: but we did, you know, it takes a lot of convincing with your family, but I think the biggest thing that we do is we when we get off one, one adventure, we we're already planning that next one far enough out, where we can talk to our wives, talk to our families, talk to our jobs, that to to prep them that we're going to be gone that long.
0: Shoot, you know, we're usually planning it around the campfire. Yeah, on, 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 the trips. on the
1: trip, we're already talking about what can we do next. But a lot of it is about pushing ourselves which is really brought us into kind of the fitness side of things the and then also like how do you when you don't have that much time how do you combine your passion for fishing with also your passion with adventure Mm -hmm. you know and i think that's where adventure on for me that's where adventure on came from it was the point of saying what is adventure on what does it mean you know mike and i came we're talking about a million different things names different things what we could like kind of piece together because it all? And call ourselves but you know adventure on worked for me it worked for mike but we may have different ideas of what that is but in the in the meantime what it is is for me it means adventuring on past what i normally do it means pushing myself to something that's bigger than myself bigger than giving me a goal, giving me something to keep me occupied in between vacations. You know, it's like going on a little bit beyond your ability. It's just like the other night. You know, we did an overnight trip. I wanted to go run 20 miles because I'm training for something. You know, Mike wanted to go out there, and together we kind of, okay, let's go. By, we're 10 miles in. We're like, let's just do the whole thing. Let's just push ourselves. Let's just go further. I mean, a big storm was kind of pushing, but that's adventuring on to me. It means just setting a goal and seeing if you can push a little harder, Let, mm-hmm. seeing if you can go a little bit longer, seeing if you, you can go with less, but do more, combining a passion with hunting, with backpacking, combining fishing with adventure, combining all those things and being able to do it, whether you know how or not, but taking the time and planning and learning along the way and becoming better to do something bigger and better Mm -hmm. and more, you know? And I think that's what adventure on is to me, you know?
0: Yeah. I'm similar. It's tough to put into words, but you know, it's, you know, they have those stupid shirts, like keep calm and carry on, you know? And that's how I kind of see it is, you know, keep calm and adventure on, like just, always find a way to like just do something like every adventure might not be you know 60 miles down the Pecos or you know 10 days in the mountains in Colorado you know it might be just going to the Chico Park and, and hiking 20 miles at night you know or or loading up your kids and going truck camping you know just just getting out there and finding adventure like wherever you are you know just just find a way you know because there's tons of adventures. They're not always huge. They might be small, but yeah. just you know, just keep on, keep on adventuring on. You know, but, yeah. Uh, you know, I like to push myself and do the crazy stuff like Daniel too. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> it, D- Daniel's it, kind of the driver for the insanity that that most of our trips. And Mike's the
1: leveling factor because, you know, I, I think. W- you know whenever i first heard about the devil's river this has been six seven years ago i remember me and one of my buddies one of my real good buddies he was like dude there's this river let's go and i was like okay let's go so i mean i went and i bought like tuna fish packets and i bought i mean you know those hard foam pads that was my sleep pad I had got a sleeping bag for Christmas years earlier that, that I had for like this national park tour me and a couple of buddies did and had that, had a cheap academy tent that I still love to this day, but you know, and we just went out there with nothing. But we canceled one trip before because there's a big northern blowing through. We decided if we're going to die, it wasn't right to do it around Christmas. Yeah. So we postponed it and went like the next year, year after. But when I went, when I decided we're going to do this, you know, I looked at my stuff that I was going to go the first time. And I was like, maybe I need to beef this up a little bit. And so I beefed it up to absolutely miserable conditions instead of just like ultimately death conditions. I went to miserable conditions with it and we got in the kayaks and just went. I think we did 30 something miles the first time and we I mean one of the guys that were on it slept on a tarp underneath a mesquite tree. I slept on a hard foam pad.
0: That was your first trip? That was our first trip. It, it was cold. How long before how long was that before when we went?
1: Like a year or two yeah. after, and but you know, now I can go, I don't have to think twice about that kind of trip. But it was combining those things that I like to do. I wanted to go fishing, yeah, but you know, you fish the same places your whole life, and it was like a new experience. And just going and just doing it, and we came out okay. It was like, I remember some of these trips, I was like, if I die, um. That'll be cool, you
0: know, because. It's a little different now with the family. But but. (laughs) when you get a
1: family, you have to plan a little bit better. You can't just uh, wing it out in the wilderness that's not advisable by any means. Right. But that's how you learn. Yeah. And and with that trip, though, it it was so hard. It was so fun. Yeah. Right? Like, it was incredibly difficult. And we made it difficult on ourselves, but it was so much fun.
0: It's like the and, harder it is sometimes.
1: And, and then it was like, after that, it was, I need to make it harder. I need to make it harder. I need to make it harder. And that's what I would talk to Mike about. Like, dude, this is going to be so hard. Right? And, and then it ended up, like, sometimes disappointing in how easy it was. And so that's kind of that pursuit. That, that's what it, that drives me. It being difficult, seeing something on Instagram and going, man, that would be awesome. And then being able to do it and do it a little bit different, a little bit or, harder. or make it like, oh, well, I did that. And then push, and now it's like push myself, like how far can I push myself? So that's why this year I am attempting to start. Don't know about finishing, but attempting to start a hundred mile ultra because this is big year for me. We had a baby. Time is a lot more restrictive, so my adventures are let's go run a local trail around and around at least I'm outside at least I'm doing Mm -hmm. something different by myself sometimes sometimes I'm with people and pushing myself week to week day to day trying to get better so I can go further Mm -hmm. adventure on past everything we do right you know to the next level
0: so so out of all the stuff that we do the hiking the camping you know the the fishing the hunting the kayaking the paddle boarding, like what's your favorite? Like, what's your number? If you had to pick one, well, I'm not, no, I'm not gonna limit you to one.
1: <laughs> but, it's like, hard.
0: What's your favorite?
1: You know, you know, really, it's being about being outside. Not one's really my favorite because when I'm paddling, I wish I was climbing a mountain. When I'm in a mountain, I wish I was paddling. And I think it's not about. What I'm doing today It's about what I've I guess it is It's what I'm doing today And when I'm done What can I do now? Because I got that one out of my system Mm -hmm. So now I can do something else It's literally like My only limit is time Yeah. Right? I mean I spend 20, 30 plus days Outside Out in a tent a year Sometimes more But that's not including all the days I'm just out there and coming home Mm-hmm. And and it's fun, you know I, yeah. I don't think there's one when I' fish- when I'm hiking and I see water, I wish I was fishing. Mm-hmm. When I'm fishing, I wish I was exploring the woods. And it's just I, I think I'm just passionate about it all. You really are. To, to the point like I, I don't have one favorite. It's just now, I think my biggest favorite is is how far can I go?
0: Yeah, right? It's like every time you come to me with an idea, <laughs> Daniel's like, hey, let's let's go hike the mountains for 10 days. I'm like, well, can we shoot something? Or, you know, what season is it? Can we go fishing? You know, like every time, like even when we did the Pecos, you know, he's like, all right, we could do it in like this many days. I'm like, well, are we going to be able to fish? Because my deal is hunting and fishing. I don't know if I can pick one or the other. If you ask me around February, March, it's fishing. If you ask me in August, September, it's hunting. Yeah. So I just switch. I'm like, I can't tell you. It's it's weird. It, Most of you listening probably know that once the season changes, like something in your brain switches off. Because every year I tell myself, all right, I'm going to fish this fall. You know, I'm going to take a break from hunting and I'm just going to fish. And every time I can't do it. I just can't. It's like something inside of me just pulls me to pick up my bow or my gun and hit the woods and chase something.
1: Yeah. Oh, for sure. You know, I've been hunting. I didn't play sports in high school because it was interfered with hunting season. During the summer, I didn't, I didn't want to do any summer activities because it interfered with fishing or it interfered with something outside. Yeah. It was I've always been that way. And I think like kind of sometimes hiking, I get a fish. It's just that's what you do when you're outside. It's not one thing or the other. It's mm-hmm. like they're all together. Yeah. But I'm also I'll just go hike for two days straight and not worry about it. Yeah. You know. But then when I'm done with that, it's like okay, when are we going fishing?
0: Yeah. I you used know? to couldn't do that. Like now I can. But it's still hard. Used to if somebody was have "Well, let's go hiking for ten days," I'm like, "Screw that!" Like I don't want to just hike. Like I need to go fishing or kill something. Or yeah. I'm like, getting to the point where I, I just appreciate. Being out there, like when we were in the in the mountains for you know ten days in Colorado, everybody asked me when we got back, you know, like how was it? I'm like, dude, if you would have taken my bow from me, and eliminated the whole chasing elk thing, it would have still been the best trip of my life. Oh,
1: know, by it was, far. yeah. I think, I think my, you know, I hunted since I was, I mean, I had a gun in my hand. I remember used to going, I think in first grade. Maybe first grade, kindergarten, first grade, I got my first BB gun, and I learned pretty quick how to deal, deal with it and be very safe, and shortly after that, I go to my dad's office, which is a veterinary clinic, and it was kind of, the town's kind of grown up around it now, but there was this big pasture behind it, and i just take my BB gun, and he'd let me go out there by myself with my BB gun. He knew I was safe. He didn't very... I mean, I was disciplined with it, you know, and I just go out there all day after school. And I mean, I may have been only out there 30 minutes, but it seemed like I was out there forever.
0: Oh, heck
1: yeah. And then we moved out to some other land and it got bigger and bigger. And as I, as I, I grew up around bigger and bigger things land wise, Mm -hmm. and it was always I was out there by myself. I was always hunting, but the whole time I was exploring too,
0: Yeah.
1: you know, I was like,
0: looking yeah, at the different live, bugs. You get to live, like, in the dream world.
1: Yeah, but it, it, it wasn't as much as, I wished it was, my, my, the one number one thing every day was I had to come home. I had to go inside at the end of the day. I used to camp out by my pond by myself. Yeah. Until I got too scared, you know, <laughs> at night. Yeah. Or the coyotes started hiling and you know, you're nine, ten years old and you come running in mm-hmm. and pretend like you camped all night, you know.
0: Yeah, and I, I grew up in the city. Yeah. You know, like, I had to wait almost all year for, like, my one big fishing trip every year. We'd go to Arkansas for the family reunion, and I'd get to fish for a week straight. But other than that, like, we might go sit at a pond and catch brim or, you know, and that was, like, my only camping I did all year. You know, then during hunting season, I'd get to go up maybe two or three weekends, you know, for opening weekend, and then for, uh, for Thanksgiving, I'd get to go and hunt with my dad. But the rest of the year was spent just sitting around waiting for that. You know, like I didn't get to live outdoors, but because I got to do it a little bit, like I just still had that yearning constantly, yeah. you know, like that's, that's why I, I, that's how I learned so much about bass fishing because I'd get to bass fish like once a year and I would just sit around and read Bassmaster all year long prepping for that one freaking week of fishing. Yeah. So that, that's where all, most of my knowledge came from reading Bassmasters as a kid. Waiting for that one week to go.
1: I used to. I I remember. I used to read all the little Bassmaster magazines when I was young, but I never fished bat for bass. Yeah. <laughs> it was always saltwater. Yeah. You know, and but you always wanted to go bass fishing because that's what the magazines were. Yeah. Like they didn't, in the they store. They didn't have trout magazines, ma- yeah. magazines saltwater magazines from where I was. Yeah. You know now. Shoot, now they don't even
0: they really didn't have it here until just a couple years ago. You know.
1: Yeah, and then now you know yeah you to learn that but now I'm started bass fishing and, you know it's it's around the area and the family has the fish camp that we go to we'll mm-hmm. be out next weekend fishing paddling hanging out barbecuing just i mean those are the things that i think we're luck- I was very lucky and fortunate and i think our kids are very lucky and fortunate and, yeah. and you know
0: at least they they might not think so now
1: but. yeah <laughs> but you know they'll appreciate going out and that's that's really what i want to do is be able to do this and a lot of this whether anybody's out there listening or not i get to tell my story my kids get to have that Mm -hmm. they get to like oh i can do that they may be able to find things that are different than us and go be able to pursue something whether it's a sport that leads you outdoors whether it's just hiking fishing camping something that grabs a hold of them to keep them away from the TV, mm-hmm. keep them away from social media, and keep them level-headed in this world. Well, not completely where,
0: away from social media. Yeah. Cause but, we we yeah. want you to follow us on Instagram and Facebook, <laughs> Adventure On Outdoors. Check out our website, adventureonoutdoors.com. But other than that, stay away.
1: Yeah. But, you know, just to have a balance in their life between the technology that's coming, you know, and I, versus what's out there and what's outside your back door because you know we live we live in lafayette it's a town big a city you know lafayette, is it?
0: lafayette louisiana
1: yeah not illinois yeah. Uh, but you know it's just down the street the city limits ends
0: mm-hmm. and
1: when that ends there's stuff to do outside
0: yeah there's and I then, mean, in pretty much wherever you live you can find public ground you know a national forest a national park you know, a just, coastline, a river. Yeah, something like, and that's that's kind of just what we want to put out there is, you know, we're sharing our adventures and what we do, and just realizing that most of the time we just Googled it up, you know, just looked looked on a map, looked what was close, yeah, and and found something, and, and we just went. And,
1: and really, I think a lot of the things is I've got I've got to be lucky enough to invited with some other people, on their trips, mm-hmm. you know, and it, I've made friends from it. Uh, i've learned things from other people
0: uh, it's a great social community that you. and, and into. when
1: you when you're on the trail and you see somebody walking up to you it's not like in the city you're in the mall nobody even acknowledges you are there when you're out there people just talk to you mm-hmm. you know people you're sharing the exact same thing you can learn from them they can learn from you you're excited to be out there
0: yeah, it, it brings people together it's a yeah. community from all walks of life age sex race like it doesn't matter it the outdoors, like it, it bridges all gaps. Like it just, it brings people together under a common love for nature and the outdoors.
1: Yeah, and I think where the podcast is coming from is, I think, honestly, is I got like a year ago I got transferred here, which Mike lives down the road, yeah, and, and that was kind of a, a a unique situation that was by no means planned, but it happened, and it now we. Like yesterday, we were out shooting the bows with the kids. Uh, you know, we can go run stadiums, get prep for elk hunts, the mountains. We can go paddle, go fishing. We can go up to the go hiking, go hunting. Yeah, you, can you know, public come to the land fish pro- camp all the time now. Yeah, we get, we're at the fish camp, so it's really like I got put into a unique place with different terrain, different things, and public land, which I've never really been around besides national park seashore and padre island yeah. but the ranches i grew up around and on and different things though those ranches were just as much like the public land we have today mm-hmm. extremely remote void of people mm-hmm. and and i got to do that so yeah, I more mean, so
0: it, than the public land here yeah for sure <laughs> they're but, definitely not void of people
1: you know and it's all and it was cool so i mean that's what that's where we're at that's where we came from you know, um, it's it's at the end of the day, this is about anybody can do what we do. Anybody can pick up a camera and take a good picture. Anybody can make a video. Anybody can go out there and live their own adventure, whether it's a micro adventure, day hike, overnighter, an ultra marathon, trail run, backpack race. Mm-hmm. A backcountry hunt, a public country, a public land hunt, you know. Yeah, we're going to be
0: covering it all from, from all of that.
1: you know, and we do it. We do it all the time. We're always doing it. Our family's really supportive about it. Some days. Yeah. <laughs> Depends on how much we push. Yeah, or what time uh, of the month it is. And we'll bring you people that that have done the same thing where they've quit the nine to five almost and pursued their passions i'm not quitting my nine to five any day soon but that's what allows me to get out there and do it and i'm happy i'm happy with with that and i want to share it you know and share how the how-tos and the the learning experience and not go through the the trial and pain of spending money on something that just sits in your closet now you know yeah we can
0: definitely save you some money and, and share our uh trial and errors yeah our trial and errors and uh so yeah just uh stay tuned for for more of mike and daniel's bs and ramblings which there will be lots of those and many more less structured podcasts than this and we've got
1: some good people coming up um in the next few weeks we're gonna have some good um guests that want to join in the conversation that have supported us and we support them fully and um and just kind of show you the different things that are out there and the people that are out there that you can get information from and that are doing the same thing we're doing. Uh, So stay uh, tuned. Join us next time.
0: And in the meantime,
1: go back and listen to a couple – you can go backwards and look at our our elk hunt, listen to some of that.
0: Yeah, if you want to follow us on social media, like I said earlier, adventure on outdoors. On uh, Instagram, at dot you can see a lot of Daniel's amazing writing skills, and uh, his photography skills are amazing. He hadn't mentioned that, but the dude's great with the camera. And uh, you can follow us on YouTube. We've got some yeah, we got some videos. We just
1: started it, so we're gonna start adding on. Yeah, some...
0: don't don't judge us too much on our video quality, but you know we're trying. And uh, yeah, so yeah, in the meantime, stay wild. An adventure on. Holla. Oh. You always have to do that. <laughs> You can cut that out. That's nah. why I paused.